All right, folks, this week's episode is episode four, because that's when I originally meant to put this episode out, and definitely not because I counted wrong when publishing episodes five and six. Anyway, uh, Shaman Ben and Mark are going to talk about music, and I'm using my quote hands there because I believe they're talking about metal bands or something. I'm not totally sure. Uh, Anyhow, I believe they're going to be a three-part series with actual magic cards being discussed at some point in time. Uh, but I honestly only listened to about the first 30 seconds and last 30 seconds to make sure audio is aligned. Uh, so I left this one a little bit uncut so that you could feel the pain with me as I try and align audio with two people who are drinking. Enjoy. Oh, really? I All did. right, now yeah. I, ju- I just did. I was I was holding my finger on the butt. Yeah, so anyway... And then, I- and- I couldn't get also, the clap so, thing down. Like I just kept, I was doing it at the wrong time. At he so, was like, so I think that messes clap. people up is that you're waiting for you're waiting to watch me clap, but the video doesn't line up exactly. So, right. so when I say, so when I say one two three clap, just clap even if you don't see my hands come together. It's fine. Mine was I clapped. He said one two, and as soon as he said three, I clapped. Like with his three, my clap went. He's like, man. and then I was, <laughs> it was a fucking mess, man. I was so high. Like, I don't know what I don't know how to clap, man. But, but we got it close, so. All right. I just thought it. All right, you want you? No, dude, I, I totally fucked this up too. So. All right. You want good. to try it? Yeah, let's do it. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it's Eric's problem. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, I Eric. don't. I Flash, don't thank if you. we sound fucking weird, that's not my problem. I sound weird. Anyway. I actually, I actually hope that Eric leaves this shit in right here. Eric, leave this shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Can these right, guys so actually this? clap together? Let's see. Oh, you know what? Old schoolers, I don't know. I mean, we're good at a lot of things. Coordinated action? Eh. Uh, I'm not really good at very many things. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to be so theatric. You know, people are talking about like their opinions matter. I'm like, you know what? Your opinions don't matter. <laughs> Except everyone's opinions matter for a very, like for me, my opinions matter in a very tiny specific section of topics. <laughs> Everything else, don't listen to Mark. Yeah, like uh, strip mines and the very specific work things that you know I'm, yeah. I'm I know. Everything else, no, don't do it. Right. If there's if there's room to be me in that space, you better watch out. I'm probably up to something. <laughs> All right. Shall we try this? Is he drinking? All right. Let's do it. So one, so on clap. So it's, it's one, two, three, clap. One, two, three, clap. All right. There's so cats, what? Cats. There's no way that was, there's no way that was good. There's no way that was good. <laughs> so no, try it again? I clapped like a five, 10 seconds before you. I clapped when you were like, yeah, you're going to say so clap. I have- like that's yeah, I'm gonna clap I didn't expect clap. that. That's different. All right. I said it three times. All right. All yeah, right. So but I, I, I just thought you were telling me what a clap was instead of doing clap. And you're going <laughs> to say clap and then clap. That's so what I, I hope this stays in. Eric, leave this in, All right, please. Let's try All right. So we'll do again. it again, okay? All right, but yeah. I say clap, we clap, okay? All right. So one, two, three, clap. All right. I think that worked. That, that All right. was fucking good. Cats, whiskey, metal, magic. So I'm Mark, and I'm hanging out with Shaman Ben. We're in the library. We're chilling. We got the whiskey down, and we're here talking about heavy metal. Yes, we do. Cheers, brother. Now, for the metal, my question to you, Ben, who is the greatest death metal band of all time? Is it Morbid Angel, or is it Morbid Angel? It's Morbid Angel. Well, it's it's Morbid Angel. It's Morbid Angel, like, 88 (laughs) through 95, because it's not the same band afterwards. I don't. I don't buy into anything after the live album. Like, I'm just, I'm not yeah. there. Like, it's fine. It's all good. I'm even more picky. But it's I, not I think the for same. Me, I, I think for me, it's 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 uh, Covenant's kind of half. I think Alters of Madness and Blessed of the Sick for me. I know that for you, your favorite one is what? Is it, was it Domination? It's Domination, yeah. Like, Domination yeah, yeah, yeah. Is my favorite album. So, before Definitely. there was Morbid Angel, there was another band that fucking killed. Yeah, we so about, we're fucking talking about Terrorizer. There so, we go. So Ben, ben is showing so, a vinyl right now, by the way. Yeah, this is I, it's my visual aids. I know they can't see it. <laughs> I'm going to reference it like they can, and they just got to do it. And no. I do want to point out that I'm wearing a Death Angel shirt from Ben, and he's wearing a Mayhem shirt right now. Yeah, I don't even know if I like Mayhem. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have that, but like, I got the Death Crush one. I like when people cover Mayhem. 
That's what I like. <laughs> just gonna be honest, man. Like, I might not have been in the pro mayhem camp if Varg wasn't a Nazi, but like that's a whole other story. <laughs> like, sure. No, but yeah, no. I've I've been listening to Terrorizer, man. Like, cause this is this World Downfall album is it's brilliant, right? Like, it's it's yes, absolutely it perfect. Um, the I mean the the drums are just insane. Yes, and 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 that's what hooked me when I first heard Morbid Angel. It's like I couldn't be, I coun't believe the drums were doing what they were doing. The fact that everybody Morbid, else could Morbid keep Angel to me was like just... the angriest jazz band of all time. That's why yes, that's how I, I ever love thought it. Of Morbid Angel. Uh, I just I went because I, I went from like I, I I grew up it was all Sabbath, um, and then a little bit of suicidal tendencies, a little bit of Motorhead. Yeah. Um, and then I heard like some, some Pantera a couple of times. And then like the first time I bought an album for myself, it was Arise from Sepultura. And then, you know, then from there, so then I had that for a while, but then the next big, like the introduction to death metal for me was, was, um, Covenant from Morbid Angel, yeah, yeah. um, Necroticism from heart, from Carcass and, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, there was and and like those those were like my like my two core ones and then um, I had Tomb of the Mutilated from Cannibal Corpse. Sure. And like I was just like I was I was mad on that one. It wasn't it wasn't this like there was so much more going on with Morbid Angel that that's what I was looking for oh, yeah. from the start. Like yes. And and a big part of it was just like how good the drumming was and how insane it was mm-hmm. and then. It was, it was whenever the, I think like, God, I think it was like late high school or something, somewhere mid high school, I picked up the Terrorizer album and I just was like, holy yeah. shit, these guys were in another band. And it wasn't for like a long time that I, I, you know, you know who all the guys are, but like, it wasn't for like a long time that I actually understood the story kind of behind how, um, how world downfall got recorded like they had split they split up the album was oh recorded. i haven't even the album oh, was recorded posthumous like it wasn't and the reason david vinson is on it is because he did it as a fill-in guy like oh, no, because sure. they couldn't get everybody back together so and, i mean it's phenomenal but you know so that's why it's like half morbid angel because sure yeah. Morbid Angel, when when Sandoval was was playing for Terrorizer, and then Terrorizer just wasn't happening. Um, David Vincent reached no. out uh, to to Jesse and was like, "Hey, you know, you've got a drummer. Like, can we use your drummer for something?" And then they just stole yeah. it. So <laughs> so like they just like swiped him right out. And then Terrorizer <laughs> never happened because David Vincent stole their drummer. So and, it kind which of is sounds great, exactly which what is happened. Absolutely great for Morbid Angel. Absolutely terrible for Terrorizers. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what happened to Exodus, right? Exodus right. Get completely screwed, right? <laughs> now, to me, Terrorizer, <laughs> to me, is like if you take Blessed of the Sick era Morbid Angel and yeah. you make them a punk band, if you make them a punk band, you get Terrorizer. Well, yeah, it's you got to figure all that, all that Terrorizer stuff was like written like what like 85 86 87 yeah so because they recorded after they split up and that was 89 so like that was ultras mm-hmm. of madness time they recorded it mm-hmm. yeah it just yeah it's it's perfect man it, it feels it, it has a lot of that good old napalm death sort of style but it's just better yes and um all right so like, let me ask you so the first album the main one world downfall if World Downfall was an old school card, what card would it be? Armageddon, like probably. Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is blowing is, everything is, up, man. Is Order of the Ebon Hand the Ron Spencer like super shiny metal one? I don't All know right. if that's the right one. I don't know. Like I think of that dude as being like, like early Martyrs. Yeah, like I don't know. He's just he's like the over the top like. I feel like he's almost like black metal. Like that dude's like wearing dude. a little bit too much gear. He's like a little too into what he's doing. He doesn't. He's probably got corpse paint on under the helmet. Like he's that committed to his shit. All right, all right, like, all right. The so, Ebon Hand so cut that. off their hand to show their dedication. Like that's some black metal shit. Like they right, need where, that hand, where, dude. Like what are you doing? 
Fucking come on. <laughs> what about Berserk? What, what about Berserk? Would yeah. Berserk be a world downfall? Berserk is that level. It's, That's what it feels like. It's got the feel. It's got the green. It, it feels right? like that. Okay. Um, and, and really, like, it just... It was just I just drew vulgar display of power on one of my uh, my Berserk's fucking punch album cover, like straight up, <laughs> absolutely beautiful. Um, but oh, no, awesome. like it just it has like all of those those really good elements of like that you know grindcore is starting to become like a real thing. But it, I, I yeah. think of it as a death metal album. I, I listen to it as a death metal album, and I hear that because you... I hear Pete Sandoval, and I associate that with my core death metal sound would you would you would you feel that that world downfall is in the same space as maybe like the crossover bands and i'm talking i, I think maybe more the retro crossover because the original crossover bands i think you could say is like suicide tendencies maybe dri that kind of stuff right maybe it's... anthrax you can make that conversation but i'm thinking more like municipal waste do you think sure. terrorizer isn't like the maybe maybe a heavier municipal waste maybe? i think there i think the difference is like terrorizer feels like a very serious project where like municipal sure. waste is definitely a good time project so mm-hmm. i think there's a different element there but musicianship i would say that they're very much closer yeah musically um, like so like, like they're 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 in this kind of like thrashy death space where it's also like they're almost, almost like a that's like they're like, they're like, like a super doomed. group, really. Like, yeah. but but like a pre-super group, like all these other sure. bands picked the pieces out of it, you know, beforehand. Yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, they. Okay. They, short sounds... story. Short story. If you're into heavy metal, you probably have not heard Terrorizer World Downfall. If you're not sure. into heavy metal, sure. you want your mind blown. Blown. Terrorizer World Downfall. And Absolutely. then in the show notes, when this comes out, we're gonna put the link. Probably for a YouTube vid, maybe. Yeah, so you can you can jam out to this. So, yeah, for sure. Um, when I right. when I was going through college, I was working at Granger. Uh, this is it's kind of like a Walmart for like all industrial stuff, right? Yeah, I know I know Granger is. I've worked in the trades a bit. It's like a like a safety Wait. store basically, like a union yeah. compliance store, <laughs> like OSHA compliance yeah, they, store. They have that's everything. Yeah, yeah, but they that's what like people I have ever sure. Yeah, Yeah. So I worked there, and then we were doing uh, inventory, right? Which is like the bane of everyone's existence if you work retail, right? And we're doing inventory, and it's even worse when we're like the most weirdest thing. Like um, there's generators, or there's the finger condoms that I was like laughed at, or there's like the light bulbs for the, the mag lights or whatever. You know, it's just like really random shit. And so we're doing inventory. We're doing it for like a couple of weeks. And everyone can like play an album and it rotates. Okay. Task mark at like 21 or 18 or whatever I was, thought it was a good idea to play Terrorizer World Downfall with my coworkers. I was like, this is the most like mainstream thing I'm like listening to right now. I, I think it was like between Terrorizer and Deicide. <laughs> right. I played it and everyone's trying to work and they just stare at me. They're like, Mark, what is this? What are you what doing? Why are the drums trying to run away from the other instruments? And I did not get to play the full album. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It's funny at work right now. They just, uh, they, there's a, a guy who used to run a crew. Like his, actually his son used to work for me and he had left. He'd gone work for another company. He's come back and they, they needed somewhere to put him. So he's been working with me this week, which is great. And, uh, you know, he come out like right as I'm like going through this like death metal revival in my life, um, you know, revival since like January, the last time I did it, but, uh, <laughs> it's not like it's ever not there in between those times, but like all yeah. death metal every day, all week, you know, t- 10, but, 10 hours yeah. a day but, at yeah. work and he comes out and I'm, I'm blasting. I was, I think I was listening to, uh, I was, oh, I was, I was grinding through like some, uh, like some like uh immolation and like uh okay which album of immolation oh no, no uh, both okay both bands which albums very important all right so um malevolent creation i'm a t- i'm on 10 commandments man it's Dude, really good it's amazing it's really good. isn't it it's right. amazing um so Dude, like, i was listening to it and i was I, and, and, and it came on and i could swear it was suffocation and i'm like Shit, this sounds exactly like Suffocation. Did Suffocation do a cover? And I, 
of 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 uh, malev- of malevolent creation. I, I was literally checking. I think it was Iphigenia the Forgotten. I'm like, is there any chance? Like, was <laughs> it the just, cover? Because it, it sounded like that's a that sound, man. Oh, so, so good. good. I listened to a lot of suffocation, but but anyway. So yeah. Joe comes on the side. He's like, hey, you ever heard of dying fetus? This guy's clearly not a dying fetus. But I know his son, and I was talking to his son like a month or two before, and there was this guy at their other job that was like a dying fetus fan. Like, that's all he talked about. It's all he listened to, whatever. So I was like, like, no. He's like, is that what this is? I was like, no, this is is different, but I'll let you know when it comes on. Sorry, dying fetus, would it be rook egg? uh, Yeah, why not? Is that kind of too fucked up? Is that fucked up? (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, right, you right, can't right, do bla- you got to use blazing effigy for effigy the forgotten. So, like, oh, okay, you know, okay, that's right good, there, that's so. good. All right, but you oh, know, so it... oh, so so at any rate, we're we're jamming in <laughs> all week, and like every time we come on, I tell them about it, and then some other guy, I had a whole crew out the one day, and they're like, why do you keep telling Joe about dying fetus? I'm like, oh, it's his favorite band, so I just want to let him know. So everybody's like, dude, I can't believe Joe's an old metalhead. This whole thing has evolved where nobody thought, well, the source of my information is Ben. Maybe I should actually ask Joe and find out what's going on. So there's like five or six of these dudes who also don't know who Dying Fetus is, but they also think that Joe listens to this music I listen to. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's just this running thing. So I told him, he, we were talking about it Friday morning. I was listening to this Black Sabbath. I was just chilling. And he says, so this is more my pace. I was like, yeah, you like uh, you like Dying Fetus more back when they were a Kansas cover band, huh? He goes, what? And I was like, yeah, back when they used to be, like, carrying on, like, some wayward son motherfuckers. And he, he's dying. He's like, I don't even know what you're saying to me. He's like, I just know it's funny. Uh, oh, that's great. That's so, great. Oh, but which, which sparked a lot of my, my rejuvenated interest in Terrorizer. You know, other than the yeah. fact that I've been listening to a lot of Morbid Angel as well, is um, they recorded uh, live in 2019 um, in really? Europe, the Euro- European tour, uh, Live Commando. They got oh, pressed wow. on this vinyl. It's a great record. It's absolutely great. That. That's awesome. So it's got it's it's a mix of old and new stuff, but it's it's Pete Sonneville. and the sure. drums on the live album are fucking phenomenal. Just it's sure. so good. I mean, he's still, and that's the thing, man. Like, that album was recorded in 89. Like, he's still doing that. I know he had, like, a back surgery, like, you know, 10 years ago or 12, 13 years ago or something like that. And he's, like, came back and still doing this stuff and still sounds just amazing. And, you know, and it's, like, so we're. So so 89 is crazy, right? So we like the 93, 94 format. Right, right. That's what the fuck was going on in 89? That was, like, what, new kids like new kids from the block and like Ninja yeah, Turtles could, was like still I on TV, right? Even, I couldn't even begin to guess. Like all I lived, I lived in like a head. I lived in a Walkman, and I only listened to like Black Sabbath and Motorhead. I didn't even know shit was out. Dude, eighty nine. We would have been in the U.S. two years. We came to the U.S. from Germany in eighty seven. I think eighty. No, it's eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, yeah. So we would have been yeah. living in. I don't even know where we were at that time. Yeah, I was I was still wearing Birkenstocks with a freaking fanny pack and nice. a windbreaker with neon fucking like laser stripes and shit. I have photos. Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it just it's crazy just to like go back and listen to it. And, you know, you realize this is all before before like people are you know using Pro Tools and shit to to yeah, yeah, fill, yeah. you know. Like this isn't these these aren't this is all analog sound, this mm-hmm. is all no drum triggers. This was just like straight up a human being doing this, yeah. Like making the sound and making it so good. And the thing that stood out to me about Morbid Angel is like the rest of the guys could follow along. They could just go with this like just storming like force of mm-hmm. music. And when I heard that when I was young, there was just nothing like it. And it turns out all these years later. There's stuff that's like it, but it's all in the shadow, man. It's still, there, it's still there's literally no death metal band that's like Morbid Angel. There are some bands that are technically equivalent and as complex. And I and I and as far as like like I guess what's the hallmarks of Morbid Angel? It's probably like tempo changes, 
a lot of blast beats, but it's really that the musicianship that everyone's on the same pace, right? And it's really, it seems like a jazz band that's just playing this super, I don't know, really aggressive brand of jazz. It doesn't seem like any of the other death metal bands that's going on, who's just like grinding or trying to be as heavy as possible. It's like the musicianship well, is so clean and so organized, right? You know, I I yeah, I like a lot of different things in death metal, and yeah. and I'm not I'm not usually even super big on like tight production or like over and you know I don't really care as much. I've listened to a lot of stuff on cassettes, you yeah, know, yeah. like dubbed oh, cassettes yeah. at that. So like sound quality wasn't ever that big a thing. Well, but like, even when you heard seven, this stuff back seventh then, generation dubbed, dubbed right? Back. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. So like, but even then, like you could hear how good it was through all yeah. of those conditions, and and that was a real thing. And then like once live music took over my life. Like, and I saw, started seeing, like, I actually saw Morbid Angel play. I was like, actually, the first time I saw him was with, um, was with Black Sabbath and Motorhead. Like, I don't even know how that happened, but that was an amazing show. And Morbid Angel's opening that show, and that's what we were there for. My buddies wanted to leave, and I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm leaving a concert when Motorhead's playing. No. But it was it was like it was like Tony Martin era Black Sabbath and nobody gave a shit but I gave a shit man I was like I, this is I fucking I live for this shit I'm not fucking leaving a Black Sabbath concert you guys are out of your fucking mind. All right, so, Ben, tell, tell tell me what you think. So I think the beginning of extreme metal, and I'm counting thrash, black metal, death metal, and all the variants, grind, black death, every anything else. I think it's from two bands, Motorhead and Venom. What do you think? Like, I, yeah, yeah, especially I just been I've been reading. I just finished reading. Um, yeah. I just finished reading uh, this book. I think I got it, Choosing Death. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a history of death metal and grindcore. Oh, that's uh, great. This book is he it, it, it came out like 2003, but it's been this is the updated one. There's a bunch of new shit in it. Mm-hmm. Some stuff kind of fixed. Like I read it once a long time ago, but read it again. And it goes into a lot of it. And it's like, the one thing I'll say is like, I remember when I first started hearing about like Venom being such an influential thing, or like, even like, like for a lot of the European guys, like Bathory well, and Celtic well, Frost well, being like so well, influential. Well, Venom actually coined death metal. They have an album called death metal. Uh, bl- Venom's black metal. Uh, Possesses death metal. Oh, yeah. But, sorry. But yeah, yeah. You know, but the point is, is like, Really, I think so, I think so. That mistake me, is sponsored by Arberg Five Year. Fucking the five year, yeah. <laughs> five year, man. You're just like you're like I just want to take something good, but I also want to make it tough. Like, cause that's kind of what it is. It's like you know what, this smooth ass fifty dollar bottle of ten years is fine. But I really wish it like kicked me in the nuts while I was drinking it too. And you found so the five year is kind of like a seventy year old that has like a face scar and a neck tattoo. Yeah, well, you could tell he was pretty when he was like doing those middle school pageants and shit. But he's having a rough time at it. You know, I I, uh, I, 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 was, <laughs> I was getting some scotch, and I saw Artberg and uh, Artbeg, and it was thirty five bucks. I'm like, right? Yeah, this and you is know a what? Great decision. It's I got better... like, Why did I buy an art bag that was thirty five dollars? Like, what am I doing? This is the thing. It's better than like, it's better than the other thirty five dollar bottle. Like, like the bottle, the entry level Glenlivet, like the entry level Glenfiddich. Like, it's better than yeah, the yeah, scotches because yeah. it's a better scotch. But that said, you know, you're still playing Phantom Monster in a format of fucking Serendibs. And <laughs> like, uh, and the app, and I get the sweet aftertaste of like. Yeah. Day old cigarettes. That's not. Yeah, cigarette. it's like it's like what it's it's what like if oh. at the end of the night if you hey. tasted my glass. Hey, mousey kid. Someone put his. Oh, hey, dude! I love your cat. If, I love it, man. So so what's the slogan of the library again? Cats. Whiskey, metal, cats, magic. There we go. Sometimes, sometimes it's drugs, metal, cats, magic. Depends so on ben, the role, but you know. So Ben, I'm thinking, why don't for the next uh, episode where this comes out, let's do let's do all of them. This counts as metal. Let's do whiskey. Yeah. Let's, do, let's do cats, and then no. magic. We're, 
Yeah, I mean, we we have a plan to record yeah, after, we're right? Gonna, let's, yeah, let's well, it. we got some story time to cover later, but uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good, you know, those are all the things that are worthwhile to talk about anyway. Huh, like, yeah. what else is there? So, those are all the things. If you're listening to this, and you're obviously like, because you're, you know, you're this is this, <laughs> this is an old school podcast, and you're listening to this for for magic, and you're hearing about early 90s death metal, and you're listening to <coughs> two people who have been drinking and smoking and talking about metal. So if you're at all curious, you have no idea how to approach death metal whatsoever, talk to either Ben, talk to Mark. We will get you involved. You can tell us like what which Metallica album you like the best, and we will find we will help you on your journey. No problem. Yeah, unless it's not Master of Puppets, then ask Mark. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you like ride the lightning out of your band, yeah, 100%. Uh, no, and dude, and then I can talk to you about German thrash bands with laser hover tanks on the cover. And then I got if he If he gets you going on Tankard and Minotaur, your life is going in a weird direction. Just saying. <laughs> well, well, Ben, let me ask you. So, Thrash, so you literally sent me a Death Angel shirt that I'm wearing I right did. now. I did. So, Thrash, do you like Thrash at all? Um, I am to? like a, I have come like, so it's weird to say that I like to always say that I'm like a post thrash guy. Like I discovered thrash in hindsight, sure. even though, even though I started music with like the roots of thrash, like I was listening to suicidal tendencies. I was listening to like where it was coming from, but sure. like the first Exodus song I heard was toxic waltz. I was like, Oh dude, me too. I'm like, what is, I don't want to hear this. Like I would mosh to it, but I'm not trying to listen to it. It's literally a cheesy song about mosh. Right. And and I'll tell you what, I just said it and it's in my head right now, but like, I haven't heard. So like I I heard exit. So, (laughs) and, and I always felt like whenever you brought that up to people who liked Exodus, they always were like, yeah, but bonded by blood or, you know, they're just like, uh, I'm there. I get it. I get it. You don't have to. Well, that album that song is called Pleasures of the Flesh, and they're and sitting I, at a bar awkwardly with like some I like just, goals on the. It's a shitty looking album. And it it's it titled. is. And this is the problem. So I'm looking at. Um, I was looking at some vinyl this week because I, you know, I, I bought an abyss load of vinyl. Like I fucking. By the way, this my, is a new Sherman <laughs> old school and abyss load. Sold an abyss. I, I hooked somebody with an abyss, and I decided to spend every dollar of that money on records. So yeah. I bought some and stuff the unrelated. Night. Hey, Pez, hail Satan! Hail Satan! So <laughs> um, I fucking, <laughs> I fucking was like looking at shit to buy. I bought a lot of grindcore. I bought a lot of death metal. But I have been looking at like there's you know the thrash in my collection is thin. Um, for Bro, sure. I have I, to say I. So, by the way, so I sent you a 7-inch, part of the Sandra collection. It is a yeah. thrash band. It is a band you really like a lot. It is a very rare 7-inch that's signed. I'm fucking hyped, man. Yeah. I'm like, But, you know, where, where I started to realize I liked thrash was, like, when they started listening to, like, Goat Whore. Like, I got really what? into Goat Whore. <laughs> you know, right? You're like, what? What are you talking about? What? Dude, if you listen so, to So, you first... just told me, it's like, I discovered a like, Scotch whiskey but I drank King Cobra fucking malt liquor. What? Dude, I love Goat Whore. Like, I love Goat Whore more than anybody, probably. But, like, I've seen Goat Whore. They probably. I have accidentally seen, seen them six times. Yeah. It's very easy to accidentally see Goat Whore six times. It's kind of easy. Like, I'm not a very motivated person about things. I see them about 40 times. Like, because I'm just like, I thought about All of those times I was in the parking lot drinking a fucking, like, 40 out something. But, uh, so... So, like, on the first Goat Horror album, there's a, a song called Invert the Virgin. And it is just pure Celtic Frost worship, right? Like, Sure. So, like, this song is just so good. And then I'd already, you know, I'd already heard, like, like um, you know, some Celtic Frost covers and shit. Like, uh, I think sure. the first time I heard Procreation of the Wicked was from Sepultura. Um, the really? The first time I heard, yeah, yeah. So uh Okay, so so before you know. we go further, so Celtic Frost is not something even if you're in the heavy metal, there's a decent chance you have not heard of Celtic Frost Flakes. So Celtic Frost, banned from Sweden, and the European magazine Rock Hard, which was the biggest like heavy metal magazine in Europe, 
voted them the worst rock band of the 80s. Nice. And if you think they're a rock band, they're absolutely terrible. However, Death Metal and Black Metal both uh, both claim them as like the, the beginning, the proto. So if you're looking at probably the beginnings of Black Metal, you probably are looking at Cultic Frost and Bathory. And then Black yeah. and then Death Metal is claiming them as well too. Um, yeah, because it's just I mean they're shit hits. Very unique so sound. I think of them as Look a thrash rock. Yeah. <laughs> the best yeah. part is I was just about to say, yeah, I got into thrash by listening to finally I've discovered Celtic Frost. So Celtic so Celtic Frost, Frost is maybe like thrash, uh, right? I don't know, it's 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 maybe no, uh, so, like, so when uh, I how do you describe it? like like motorhead but a little bit more punk maybe? It's more little I don't know if it's it's probably the same level punk. It's probably it's just I don't know it's like it's like okay okay so you take Motorhead and the Ramones so, you get Celtic Frost all yeah right, go ahead. yeah especially, <laughs> especially well especially if you go beyond like because I got Morbid Tales but like I don't yeah. own Cold Lake like I would but like they just okay you know, so, if you're looking up Celtic Frost Morbid Tales is all you need that's it everything else, else you're yeah. gonna be confused by this conversation if you go yes. down the fuck it, if you find Cold Lake you're gonna be like what are these into the Mana Crypt of Rays right. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, dude. So like, <laughs> into the crypto rays and like, in in like procreation of the weekend. Like the songs have got that good chunk. Like, and and that that got me like going. Well, you know, I should go back. I should check out more of this stuff that I never liked, or, or stuff I never really explored. Because like, I had like a creator album early. Fuck and, yeah, uh, my favorite band. You know, I got time. fucking. And I'll, I'll be honest, Max Cavalera multiple times tricked me into buying some bad thrash. Like, because I, I, really? he he have a nuclear assault shirt on in a concert, and I'm like, fuck. I'm oh yeah, yeah. Let's buy no, this nuclear bad. assault bad. record, right? Nuclear so like, bad. So yeah. there's a whole and the the worst part is is there's this whole category of bands that I would always see in magazines and things, and I know they're metal. Okay. And I know they're if part you of the like, family that I have like never thrash given from the eighties, you need to talk to Mark. Talk to me. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you want to hear about thrash. Know. I think it's it's just become clear that I don't even know what thrash is because the first thrash okay. band I thought of was Celtic Frost. So so for thrash, <laughs> so thrash is weird, and there's a lot of different thrash. So there's, there's sure. thrash, and and it's funny that we had an exchange student here in San Antonio from Turkey, and he thought it was trash metal, like trash. Because it is like that. It sounds like trash. True. So he was in a band. He was in a trash band. And he thought the whole time, and I had to explain, no, it's thrash, and what thrashing I love was. That, dude. And then, and then he was like, he didn't believe me at first, and I had to convince him. <laughs> I, know, I wouldn't like, believe you. He's either. like, we we've been playing this for years, and we thought it was trash metal the whole time. I was like, bro, it's no, no, so, that's the best. So, so, so here's the thing: thrash, pure thrash. It kind of exists. It kind of doesn't. It's kind of like speed metal. It's kind of a thing. It kind of isn't a thing. Right. But for Thrash, there's really two albums that really stand out. This is what Thrash is. So from Exodus, you have Bonded by Blood. And from Whiplash, you have uh, Power and Pain. Those two albums is what Thrash is. Then now there's Speed Thrash and there's... Everything else is a hybrid. Everything is a hybrid. Death Thrash, Um, like, think Creator, think Death Angel, Speed Thrash. Think, I don't know, what's the best? Maybe Assassin? Slayer. Or... Uh, I, I think Slayer would be more Death Thrash, and then and then I, and then the and then the funny thing is like Metallica. Every single album is a different kind of thrash. Kill 'em All is like heavy metal thrash. Ride the Lightning is speed thrash, and then you have Master Puppets, maybe Death Thrash, and then Ride and then, the and, Lightning, the slow one. Uh, it's the one with Fight Fire with Fire, which is a really yeah, fast but it's one. also and, and then, though it's also and, and the one call with, like Fade to Black and shit like well, yeah, but it also has I'm as, not uh, making fun of it also I like call, Ride the call Lightning. Mary, I don't want to have to defend this later, but like but it also like, has Call of Merlation there too. So. I absolutely love all four of Metallica's <laughs> albums. Like I'm a, I'm a diehard fan of all four of them. By the way, I love that statement. <laughs> I love all four of Metallica. So one of my one of my favorite games was. Whenever, so I live in South Texas, as you can imagine, country music is on the radio quite often. Whenever a country yeah. song came on, I would say, hey, this new Metallica song is really awesome. <laughs> and, uh, absolute one of my favorite games, whatever country song was on. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I remember um, 
man, like I remember seeing like uh, I remember in like '99 I went and saw we drove to Ohio to see fucking um to see Immortal and Satyricon. Ooh, wow! Because they were playing Michigan too. Wow, and we did see Good them time. in Michigan as well. But in Michigan, Black Satyricon Hell, wasn't yeah. playing because Satyricon had to go. It took them extra time to get into Canada or something, so they weren't playing the Detroit show. Sure. So we drove to Lorain, Ohio, which is like somewhere outside of. You just like you you were on your way to Cedar Point. And you just kept driving, and then I don't know. You got so, lost. So by the way, but, if you're not from the Midwest, Cedar Point they have this big amusement park. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. Ohio, so it's like a Six Flags. It's 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 like it's like Oklahoma, but not as bad, but still pretty fucking bad. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I talked shit about Ohio <laughs> on the other podcast that I was on recently, so I'm going to leave it alone. I heard that. Except I heard for, that. Yeah. Oklahoma, we, we, Oklahoma is worse. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> we went we went to this we went to this show cuz we wanted to go see, I wanted to see Satyricon that mattered to sure. me. I was like I was really fucking excited about it. So we went to we drive this place it was called the Flying Machine and it was it was basically a <laughs> It was a barn so, out in a field. So ornithopter. So ornithopter. Like, yeah, the, but the road wasn't even connected to the, the – there was no parking lot. You just parked in some grass, like, around this barn. And he went inside, <laughs> and I was just like, this is how – this is – and mind you, we couldn't find it. So we're driving through, and there's this woman basically standing in an intersection. And my buddy Todd's driving. And Todd stops – there's a green light. There's people behind us. He just stops the car and he starts talking yeah. to this woman in this intersection. And as a prostitute, she's only got one eye. And <laughs> he's trying to negotiate directions. Of arms my gore. And, and, and the worst part is I'm, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. And I'm just having a ball with this. I'd be like, I cannot believe how funny. Because he's very seriously just trying to get directions. Like, this is a normal person in a normal place to get directions from. In the Except of an this is a one-eyed prostitute holding up right. traffic in an intersection in rural Ohio where apparently there's, there's like, <laughs> fucking fields and barns and unpaved roads. Yeah. But somehow she got us to where we were going and we got yeah. there and, she, and, and, and we went to see this show solid. And there were like, there were like three, there were like five or six bands on the tour. Um, the, the, through the three, the three big ones that matter. The, the, the first like big, big act to play was angel corpse. I'm oh, angel I corpse. love angel I'm a corpse. huge angel corpse fan. Yes. Um, I saw him with Christian and, at like ninety nine or yeah. something, yeah, yeah, the the next year I think, yeah, I saw, sure, I saw that as well. Um, but they were, I I hadn't actually, I went into that show having never heard Angel Corpse. Are you like, serious? Yeah, it was like nineteen ninety nine. They're playing and they hit the stage, and it just, it was just unreal. Yes. Um, and uh, they're like two of their roadies had creator shirts on. And I yes. was like talking to those guys and I was like, Oh, I've got this. Cause I had one creator CD. I bought creator one time. Cause it's like, again, you see him being thanked by all the bro, bands. You bro, like. bro. Do you have a creator vinyl at all? No, I don't. I don't have any. Okay, dude, dude, I'm going to um, send you one of mine because all of mine are autographed. So I'm going to send you one of mine. That's fully autographed. Okay. Dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> that's unreal. I love it. Yeah. We, yeah I I was, Cause I actually, I have a list of stuff that is like on my tentative. Like, my my absolute filth, favorite band. I've seen them a few the times. Packed the meat on the bones of my collection. I survived and, high uh, school with extreme aggression. That album. I survived high school because of that album. And so, then and then and then another German band, Oxymoron, a punk band. Those two got me through that whole experience. Yeah. Yeah, I um there was a. I'm gonna take just a second. So at yeah, totally. at any rate, like the thing that struck me. When um, when that happened was like these dudes were like, oh yeah, creator, you know, and um, all I could think was like, I have a creator album and it's terrible. Like, how which do you one, guys like? Which like one do you have? Band? I'm trying to find the image right now. I'm guessing it's Coma Souls, right? It was. Okay, so, so I so had bought tip, that everybody, album. The pro tip: if you're buying. A heavy metal album from the 80s. 
Do your research. Buy the first one. Yeah. Do not buy the so, sixth one like Ben did. It was like night. It came. It was like the most current one at the time. So I yeah. bought it and I was like, oh, this band's terrible. And I never listened yeah. to him again. You know, there's a few bands like that. There yes. was no internet. All of you them. couldn't look things up. You couldn't. You couldn't. So nope. you had to trust your. You had to trust your idols. You had to trust the bands that you liked. And like, if they were thinking a band that you, you, they're like, I don't know. Like if, if if I had a list, and then and then there was like all this stuff, or you would see it in catalogs, and then you're judging albums by the cover. So sometimes I bought some yes. really cool album covers that weren't really cool albums. Yes. <laughs> the, well, the, well, there was well no... we were talking about this earlier that we both yeah, had had lists of albums that were possible in our like genre. We'd go to yeah. album stores, we'd open up and, and, and the the cover of the CD or whatever, and then the thanks section where that band would say, hey, thanks to their fellow bands, we would literally write down all the It would get cross-referenced to it. Yeah. And, yeah. The worst part was, is I had um, gotten a little, I gotten lightly involved in like tape trading and stuff too, near the yeah. Taylor, the, the later years of that. And uh, uh, ben, ben, can you explain what tape trading is? So back in okay. the eighties and nineties, yeah. cassettes, yeah, cassettes. Back in the eighties and nineties, there was a big part of metal culture. Was there was basically a personals ads in the backs of metal magazines, where people would like post their address, and you could like, they'd have like we would trade lists and you would you would dub cassettes you would dub albums onto cassettes and you would mail them to this total stranger and then they would mail yeah. you cassettes and you would trade albums that way so it was like bootlegs and, and that's how you in and a lot of times it was hard to tell like so somebody would send you a list and it would say something you're like whoa what's this convulse that sounds like it's probably pretty cool and you know you're you're trading tapes or you're buying cassettes There's and a lot of times like you're reading demos yeah, a lot of times you were getting demos from bands. You were getting this dude's band, and you, so a lot of the stuff you got was bad. Yes. But a lot of the stuff, like you would see, like somebody's list, and you would like that would become part of your list of things that you wanted to check out, and it got real blurry. And I wasn't um like I know, but that was a big driving force in metal and in a lot of the world, like for a lot of time. Like that's how people circulated their material. That's how bands met. That's how a lot of the great, you know, early death and grind and, and, and thrash all in, and even black metal, really, it's how all of it like kind yes. of took off until labels started forming and, and putting the stuff out. But well, well that's, I uh, mean, it, it's, it's kind of similar in magic. So if you're in magic in the early days and we're all old schoolers, right? So yeah, you didn't know what all the cards did or what they were, right? Like, if you got a list right. of what, like, the card names, like, that was amazing. Like, I remember getting Scry or Inquest or whatever it was around at the time. And then, like, in the back, it would give you, like, the name of the card, the casting cost, and what the card did. And that would just, like, eat that up and just memorize and read and read and read. It was a thing where like information wasn't at the at the tip of your fingers, you know. Right, like, you, you actually really had to was, work for it. Yeah, it was an effort to learn what the cards did. It was an effort yeah. to learn the bands. Like, and the thing is, is for me, this was all the same time. Mm-hmm. I got into mm-hmm. metal like where I had independence yeah. in in buying records. Um, and at that time, it was CDs for me. I I got I got into I got a CD player around that time, and which was new, you yeah. know. Right. So it was cool. So like literally the first I got my CD player and when I got it, I got uh Black Sabbath's Master Reality on CD. And then like All right. All right. So so Ben, what was that your first CD? That was my first physical CD, yeah. Like nice. I already had I had the okay. same thing on a cassette, but like so I had to pick something and then I had to pick something where I had to ask my grandparents sure. to buy it. So I didn't want to ask my grandparents to buy Sepultura because well, I yeah. was like, uh, I'll probably end up with, I'll probably end up with some, something else, you know, like, you know, sure. they'll, they'll mean well, and I'll end up with a Sacred Reich album. And so, <laughs> so for me, the first CD I ever played, I was hanging out with my friend and we we're playing like Donkey Kong Country 2 or something. And he had like a portable like disc man and he asked me to change the disc. And it started to flex, and I was afraid I was going to break it. So I asked him, like, how do you change it? And it was Green Day's Dookie was what we were looking to. 
And then for Christmas, I got a CD, like a boom box, like, you know, where the speaker's separated. You know, boom box is a CD player. And the first CD I ever got was uh, Insomniac from Green Day. Nice. The first CD. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I got that. My grandparents had gotten me the, the CD player and then the Black Sabbath CD nice. for, for Christmas. My birthday's early January. So I had to wait like two, three weeks before I got more CDs. And my grandpa just mm-hmm. took me to the store and I bought Sepultura's Arise, bought Morbid Angel's Domination. I bought Carcass's Heartwork. So that's why I like Domination so much. It was the first one. I, okay. It was the first one I had on CD. I'd already okay. heard Covenant. Okay. Covenant made me aware that I wanted it, but then I had it. So yeah, I listened to sure. So it was, yeah, Domination, Heartwork. Arise from Sepultura, mm-hmm. Deicide's mm-hmm. Once Upon the Cross, sure, and and then like uh, and then Slayer's Divine Intervention. <laughs> so, like, Dude, so that was Slayer, a stage. the first Slayer that was, album. That was I also my first Divine Slayer album. Yeah, it was my yeah. But was my first I album. I had a dub at that point. I already had a dub of Seasons in the Abyss, and I like Seasons in the Abyss, nice. but they didn't have it, and sure. I didn't know what any of the other albums were. And I do remember when I finally bought Rain and Blood somewhere in those first oh. year or two, and I put it in, and it was less than a half hour long. I felt like cheated. So Rain like, and Blood recorded in like eighty five or eighty six, right? And like twenty nine minutes long or some shit. It does not sound like it is like one of those albums from that time. I think it's like Rain and Blood, and maybe like Blessed Are the Sick. It's like a timeless recording, like. You could convince me that it was recorded like last year. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? There's some I albums mean, like that yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, there's some things that are are you know really stand out, but like, you know, some albums you can tell were recorded in the '80s, and and, yes. and there's some things like you could tell that whoever mixed them doesn't didn't know how it was supposed to sound, things if, like that, and that, that plagues a lot of the na- early death metal. If your band name had Angel in it and not Morbid Angel, yes, you sounded like you're from the '80s. Well, when they when Morbid Angel was trying to get signed, they were going around any label, and they're like, any label that told us we had to change our name because there were too many angels already. Because <laughs> there were there were like a bunch of them. Dark Angel, Death like, Angel. Yeah, there was uh, there was some. There's probably there's definitely enough. Yes. So, fucking, just it, I guess it goes with the music, but. You know, that's the thing, too, is, like, early magic and, and all that metal all at the same time. Like, yes. the cards the cards appealed to me if they if they felt like the metal that I was also getting into. I'm looking and at my, you, Ron Spencer. <clears throat> yeah, it might fucking. <laughs> um, but, like, 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 I mean, he definitely was, like, the next level moment for, for uh, Dude, Fallen Empire. Fallen Emperor is a pretty metal fucking set. He was totally like, drinking whiskey and, and listening to Deicide while painting that right? shit. 100%. <laughs> it's just, it's, that shit is awesome. Dude, Unholy so, like, Strength, Demonic Chords, come on. Come on. Like those, all of, all of the good shit, you know, magic, appeal, everything that appealed in magic to me was like, also, uh, was, you know, just same thing, man. Like, I just, like, I, I love, you know, I love the things that I love. I gravitate towards yes. things I love. And, like, honestly, it doesn't change a whole lot. I'm buying the same records now that I was buying then. Yeah. Now that I started collecting vinyl, I'm just rebuilding what once was. Like, I have so many things. And there's a handful of things that aren't available or they're absorbently expensive. But, you know, I, there's no shortage of uh, mm-hmm. of records. But I listen to music constantly, so- all the time. So I'm in a unique position because we're recording this in Whereby. So I, I, I literally get a portal into the library and I can see all the custom holders here in the library. Like I can literally see the head librarian in the library of Lang. And yeah. I can see all the all the vinyl, all the cool paintings and stuff on the wall. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. it's wild, man. I mean, yes. yeah, the, the vinyl collection is insane. Yep. Like... No, it looks amazing. I, so it's all it's all custom so, shells. Yeah, I so I see know, a wood poster. It's all I see thousands of vinyl. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I just I build a living space for what I do, like yes. where I want to be and what I want to be surrounded with. So I got this giant cat tree in here. 
I got my yes. my recliner. I got bookshelves. I got record shelves. I got art on the walls. All, everything's lined in wood. Yes. I'm like in an old cabin in the woods listening to death metal with my cats. Mm-hmm. What more could I want, right? So exactly. Uh, it's a it's a good life, man. <laughs> well, well, Ben, so, I, I I think this was a, a really fun conversation about it was. about I metal. So so cats. I think I think cats has to go first, right? So cats, whiskey, metal, magic. Is that the well, right the, word? Uh, the way I write it's it's. It's whiskey metal cats magic. Whiskey, all okay, right. all right. That's all how right. I write it. So, so, so yeah, yeah, we'll fucking um, we should uh, we could take this as the moment to kind of segue into exactly. So, our next so thing keep listening. So keep listening, everyone. The next segment we're going to be talking about the magic portion of this. In the magic portion, we're going to be talking about all of the super sick altars that are coming out of the library and the story that they tell. And we're going to have future segments about the other aspects. We're going to talk about whiskey, and we're going to talk about cats. We all have cats. So I see I'm taking a shot right now. So, hey, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. And then we're going to talk about the magic portion. Thanks for listening. To close this out, I'll leave you with a sweet intro clip Mark left me at the beginning of his audio track. Enjoy. Four strip, four strip, four strip.